You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So what is happening, y'all? I miss y'all so much. I was gone for a week, and now that I'm back, it just feels so, so relieving, and it just feels like we never left, you know? But I'm so happy to be back. What's up, y'all? I hope everybody has been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far. So um, as I told you guys on our last episode that was broadcasted, I was gone for a week to visit family in California. And so because of that, I had to miss one of our TKO episodes. But here I am back stronger than ever. (laughs) But also um, on that note, so (laughs) when I usually sit down to record TKO, I have a dedicated set of headphones that I use to do like audio quality assurance when I'm recording the show. However, during this trip that I had, um, I took this headphone, these uh, like headphones with me and now I can't find them. (laughs) So as I'm speaking into the mic right now, um, somehow actually also, I don't know if I have, I, I actually don't think if I have any wired headphones per se, to connect to my computer and to do proper audio assurance like quality assurance for the audio so i'm just trying to mm, improvise here (laughs) and i really hope that the audio is coming across okay at this point i'm just monitoring the levels like by my eyes usually when you plug in your headphones if you're if you're a podcast guru, you already know, um, you would just hear your own voice in the background. So you know if you're talking too loud, if you're talking too uh, low volume, or if your audio disconnects or whatever. But I can't do that, unfortunately. So I'm just going to resort to watching the audio levels on the screen as I'm speaking into the mic, meaning that I can't really switch screens all that much to... You know, go through some fight facts with y'all for some of the fights that I want to break down for today. But you know what? It's all good. This episode, whatever, like 303 something. Ah, I'd see you've been doing your show for long enough if you forget or you lose count of how many episodes you've done so far. All right. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's what we're operating on today. And also, I am recording this episode the morning of the broadcast day and um (laughs) caffeine has yet to kick in but it will kick in i already have a feeling that it will actually kick in mid-show so um on that note i really just want to wish everyone a beautiful day ahead and a beautiful morning i hope you set some goals aside for yourself to accomplish today and you go out there you do them and then you come back home and you relax like you've never before uh 
and just enjoy the moments enjoy your life you know work hard but also rest well you know that's the motto i think that's something that a lot of us overlook these days and it's important it really helps you not get burnt out and to keep you going in a healthy way so rest is important y'all just as productivity um so cheers to that i'm just gonna take a sip of my coffee okay <laughs> mm. such a good coffee anyways um so today we have a lot to talk about a lot has happened over this past weekend i was kind of lucky when i got my <laughs> flight back from california because well two things number one hurricane hillary hit just as i was hitting uh, hitting home <laughs> I was heading home, um, but I didn't actually get stuck in the hurricane, which was a blessing. But at the same time, using this platform to wish everyone health um, over in the West Coast. If you live in the San Diego and nearby regions like Baja, California, all those regions, I really hope that you're staying safe and taking the necessary precautions to prevent flooding and all that stuff um but yeah so that was the first thing that i was able to overcome <laughs> i guess in a way so i missed the hurricane thankfully and as i got home literally the minute i arrived at my guelph home the main card for the ufc 292 fight card had started broadcasting so i was just you know what i was like you know what i don't care if i have to like i'm just gonna not unpack i'm not gonna do anything i'll just wash my hands because i got back from the airport you know i gotta take care of my hygiene but at the same time i need to wash these fights so was kind of lucky to be able to watch the fights live when they happened on saturday night and oh boy like talking about a night of surprises, especially for the main event of the evening. Not to say that we underestimated Sugar Sean O'Malley, but at the same time, um, you know, I feel like considering that Aljamain Sterling had been the champion at the time and all the things that he had overcome uh, in, the, in his past fights, we were kind of proven in a sense that, you know what, Aljo, he's a pretty straight up guy. Like, yeah, we kind of hated him in the past because of how uh, controversial his initial win of the belt was <laughs> against Piotr Jan. But at the same time, I feel like he's had enough fights in the meantime to kind of redeem himself. So we didn't really have any beef with him anymore, at least as far as I'm concerned. But... All that being said, you know, there's just a lot of unexpected things that went down on Saturday night. So today we're going to be talking about them in so much more detail. But also this upcoming weekend, we have a really, really exciting UFC fight night happening. It's happening in Singapore. Okay. I'm just trying to see what the timing of it would be. So, mm -mm -mm. okay. Oh, okay. I'm so happy. <clears throat> And actually check the time for this because it's actually happening in Singapore. It will be broadcasted. The main card will be broadcasted at 8 a.m. Eastern time. So make sure you mark it on your calendar. We don't have any fight nights. It's literally a fight day for us here, right? 
So make sure you mark it down on your calendar. Max Holloway is going to be fighting off against Korean Zombie. Ah, this is going to be a good fight. I knew that this fight was coming up, but I didn't know it was this close. And I just, as you could tell behind the mic, I got really hyped. Because uh, Max Holloway, as you all know, the former featherweight champion, was doing really, really well, really, 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 really well until he came across the uh, the current champion, uh, should I say, uh, a man like his his longtime foe because he's fought him three times already. Alexander Volkanovsky. That's how he initially lost his belts. Belts? Plural? No, just the belts. <laughs> um, and he's fought him three times. He's lost him three times. And I feel like since the time that he had those um performances against Alexander Volkanovsky his performance has declined by a little bit that being said if you look at the grand scheme of things just holistically at how he's performed in his uh, professional career overall I still look at him as one of the best out there uh, that who's ever fought in the featherweight division so shout out to him he's overcome so much adversity throughout his lifetime and his fight career and for him to be here right now we love him so much um i always personally really enjoy watching max holloway fight and um another thing to point out is that you know yeah he's had his own bumps along the journey over the past few fights that he's had but at the same time that's never discouraged him from fighting hard training hard and taking his job very seriously as he always does um and he always has such great attitude you know he doesn't care about getting hurt he doesn't care about getting exhausted as he's training he's just he just has that mentality of just keep on going forward with such a great mindset and he has such a positive outlook on life uh he's a hawaiian uh, you know legend honestly and uh i really really like max holloway Ah, yeah, he's one. I I really do see him go down. He, he he's gonna be the one of the next UFC Hall of Famers, one hundred percent. You already know, because it's not just me saying all this. It's uh the whole MMA community. I don't really know anybody who doesn't like Max Holloway, and that shows you something. Shows you that he fights pretty good, but also something outside the octagon that makes him. Max Holloway, you know, the the person that we always love to watch, right? The fan favorite. All right. So Max Holloway, like I said, is going to be fighting against Korean Zombie. And this fight, <laughs> I think this fight is going to be an interesting one for both guys. Um, it'll be a huge test for Korean Zombie. Although Korean Zombie is uh, one of a kind himself. I always see him as fighting very clean and... He is a very well-rounded MMA fighter. He doesn't really resort to just striking or just wrestling or uh, slash grappling to uh, overcome opponents in his um, fights. He utilizes everything all at once, and he's just so good at executing those techniques. In the meantime, and for Max Holloway, um, he's definitely in the same boat, although I would say because of uh, his physique and just how he's been conditioned to fight in his previous fights he tends to usually favor a striking mode of fight for the most part not to say if the fight does go to the canvas and there's grappling involved he's not going to be successful he will be successful but 
generally speaking, he's the type of fighter who will uh, overwhelm you with a great volume of shots and wouldn't really let you literally take a breath as he's bombarding you with those shots. And that's a strategy to overcoming his opponents in fights because he will just keep on punching them and the opponent doesn't know when to throw a counter punch and you'll become overwhelmed as his opponent you'll get beat up <laughs> and max holloway he has great stamina that's another uh, bonus point for him as well here so he'll just keep on coming forward and he doesn't get tired and it doesn't matter if he has to do it for full uh five minute rounds or five five minute rounds okay yeah the coffee's still kicking in <laughs> But uh, he knows exactly what it is that he has to do. And he's been doing it so well for the past few years, despite all those hiccups that I just told you about. He has a pretty consistent performance. Like he, you don't ever see him come into a fight and compared to his own past performance, he does worse. I think it's mostly, you know, if he's facing a top-notch opponent like Alexander Volkanovsky and... You know, whatever went down, like, that was just a test of Alexander Volkanovsky was the best fighter in the featherweight division at the time. You know, that's that's what indicated it. that that was what it had indicated to me, not the fact that Max Holloway is a poor fighter, like a fighter with poor skills that did not indicate that to me at all. And like I was saying, I think Max Holloway actually holds up pretty consistent performances over most of his fights, which gives him that success, you know, and that smoothness when it comes to his performances and fights. All of that being said, I do anticipate this being a very, very exciting fight. Uh, overall, stylistically, I see it being very close and... Um, I don't necessarily see it as a grappling match, actually. I do see it go the full distance, mostly conducted in striking mode, considering how good both guys are in that um, uh, perspective. So it'll be a really, really interesting fight and main card for this UFC fight, should I say day, <laughs> in Singapore. Another fight that I'm seeing here that... I I really just want to mention, but I don't think we're going to have time to talk about, unfortunately, is the co-main event, which is going to be between um, Anthony Smith, the former light heavyweight champion at the UFC, and Ryan Spann. So Anthony Smith, I haven't seen fight in a hot minute. I have to be honest. He was a champion, and then John Jones came about, and, and we all know John Jones. And then Anthony Smith was like, hold up, let me just uh, take a break. And uh, he resorted to doing more of a commentary type of work for the UFC, and now he's back. He doesn't fight as often, though, um, but now he's back, and he's back again against a Ryan's fan. And I'm really excited to see this fight because Anthony Smith, we all know from his uh, past performances, he's the type of guy who will accurately target his shots, throw the shot, and the opponent goes down to the canvas cold. It's that it's as simple as that, right? Like we don't have to overthink anything in this case. So uh, for that reason, I'm really, really excited for the co-main event as well. Ryan Spann versus Anthony Smith. 
And yeah, just another, I guess, last minute reminder, make sure you set up your alarm for Saturday morning so you don't miss these fights um, for UFC fight night in Singapore. All right. So that's that. Um, There's a update, MMA update that I want to talk about. And then I want to talk about the Sugar Sean and uh, Aljamain Sterling fight. All right. So regarding the update that I have for you guys. You may be aware that there is a lot going on in terms of quote-unquote celebrity boxing, but not just any sort of celebrity boxing. We're talking about (laughs) two of the most influential men on earth right now preparing for a MMA fight in order to fight each other in the very near future. And of course, I'm talking about Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk, which is it's so surreal. I still don't really want to believe that this fight is happening. Um, but there's large body of evidence <laughs> indicating that uh, we are... Indeed, uh, going to be seeing this fight very, very soon from the intensity of their training camps and whatnot. So that's one thing. So for this Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, should I say fight card now, uh, there is supposed... Uh, <laughs> there's other... How do I put this? There's other celebrities who have expressed that they want to fight on this card. So uh, Mr. Beast is another... Uh, social media guru who said that he's gonna be he he's like there's pictures of him training in fight camp with logan paul um okay (laughs) and he said that uh actually on his social media he said quote-unquote training for the elon musk oh my god i can't talk today (laughs) training for the elon musk versus zuckerberg undercard so that that tells us something hmm that tells us something the undercard too (laughs) i feel like there's a lot going on that um whoever's organizing this card is not telling us but they're cooking some stuff in the background and uh, i have a feeling that it's going to be actually pretty big but Mr. Beast is also going to be on this fight card. Um, my thing is, he's probably going... Because who would he possibly fight? Mm, who would he possibly fight? Who is someone who is arguably at the same caliber as Mr. Beast? Because to my knowledge, I don't recall Mr. Beast being a professional combat sports athlete. Okay. So for him to be fighting in the first place, period, I was taken aback by a bit. And um, my prediction would be that he's just training so that he could sub in for someone else on the undercard. But considering how big Mr. Beast is just like in general and the amount of money that he has and all, I wouldn't be surprised if he managed to secure a... uh, more notable opponent for himself for the start but at the same time i feel like if he does try to go overboard with that he is just gonna be a complete suicide of his career (laughs) um 
at the same time though because he's mr beast i think a lot of viewership is going to be brought onto the card and that's one of the other things about this entire fight card that being that there's a lot of famous faces fighting on this fight card and if you're a fan of mr beast per se you'll tune in for him and then if you're a fan of Elon Musk, you'll tune in for him and, you know, so on and so forth. The more famous people are added to this card, the more viewership is going to be brought onto this card. So in that regard, I totally get it from a marketing perspective. But from a sports perspective, uh, I personally, as as a like combat sports purist, I still need some time to warm up to everything that's happening right now and this new realm of combat sports with celebrities trying to take up fights against each other so we're getting there but i don't think we're quite there yet um this to me is still a huge jump we started to warm up to the idea of like oh yeah the paul brothers you know they're doing their thing they're fighting here and there at first we were really against it and then as time progressed, <laughs> we're like, okay, you know what? It's not the worst thing in the world. Like, would I always tune into Jake Paul fighting? Probably not. But at the same time, he's fighting some of the most legendary fighters out there. And I'm mainly, like, if I have to be honest with you guys, I'm mainly tuning in for that. For example, when he fought Nate Diaz very recently, I tuned in because I literally want to watch <laughs> Nate Diaz fight once more because he had been fighting for a long time in the UFC so that's one avenue for me as an ATS fan to be watching him fight period but in all honesty I didn't really tune in just to see I could see just so I could see Jake Paul fight <laughs> um in in general I really don't have any interest seeing Jake Paul fight yes he's been getting better and I'm gonna give him credit for that but at the same time would I consider myself a Jake Paul fan uh-uh, not really right at the same time though I totally understand what these types of fights and people are doing to combat sports they're definitely bringing in a lot more viewership um which is good but at the same time who is that viewership from these are mostly going to be casual fans people who wouldn't really follow combat sports on a on a detailed route right and they would just tune in and be like oh was there a knockout or was there not and that's how they judge fights which is not necessarily the best thing in the world at the same time though yeah there's gonna be viewership flooding literally with these types of cards and it's good good in terms of money <laughs> for the promoters and the organizations but in terms of okay are we actually expanding combat sports fandom because of these fights i'm not really sure about that just yet especially if it's a one-time type of fight like we don't know if elon musk and uh mark zuckerberg are gonna keep fighting like how jake paul and logan paul logan paul are doing right now um so for that reason yeah it's just like if it's just a one-time hit off then what do we do with that right these are all the questions that we should be asking ourselves in the meantime trying to figure out what on earth is going on in the world of combat sports right now? And also, what does the future hold for combat sports, especially in this new 
um, avenue because it's still pretty new. Yeah. Initially, like this is not the first time that we're seeing quote unquote celebrity boxing, but this is the first time we're seeing like technology celebrity boxing. <laughs> so really excited to see what's going to just happen with all of that happening uh, and all the planning that's been going on for that entire fight card. But like I said, Mr. Beast has been added to the card, the undercard, as he said himself. But we'll see how things will turn out. But I'm just going to leave it there. I'll let you guys know if there's any updates in that regard. All right. So now uh, I think we have less than five minutes to talk about what happened this past Saturday between uh, what I want to say. Sorry, I keep getting distracted by like all these email notifications on my phone, but it's okay. I need to keep focus. Ah, ah, okay. So Sugar Sean uh, did the unbelievable, I think, in my opinion. I never doubted that he was a good fighter, but I didn't know if he was going to take it in this fight against uh, Aljamain Sterling. Because like I said, Aljo, yeah, we had we had our own doubts about him initially but he proved to everyone over and over that he deserves to be the champion he really proved that to everybody but when saturday night hit and we saw sugar sean go in and fight aljamie sterling it was a really interesting fight um first of all i think sugar sean o'malley had a lot of physical advantages compared to aljamie sterling coming into this fight he has very long limbs, Shukishan, so when he comes in, he can easily maintain a proper range, even like f farther than normal range, and still throw accurate shots and still be successful in a fight. And in this case, what happened was that in the second round, Aljo was throwing a combination of shots, and Sean O'Malley, he's really good um, with his eyes as well. Not only does he throw accurate shots, but he knows exactly what's being <clears throat> thrown towards him. So he saw that shot. He dodged it. But at the same time, threw a counter shot with his uh, right hand, I think it was. And boom, down goes <laughs> Aljamain Sterling. That's it. That was it. And that's it just happened so fast. But it happened, and now, everybody, we have a new champion in the bantamweight division. I can't believe this is actually happening because Sugar Sean, he initially started from the Dana White um, Tuesday Night Contender Series, and everybody loved to watch him fight. And over the years, he's made a name of himself with all the things that he's doing outside the octagon. He's just really uh vibrant and playful and his persona is really different from everybody else's in the ufc i like him i do enjoy seeing him fight and i was really happy to see him win the belts for himself on saturday night it is what it is like it's just part of the game you know i as much as i um compliment Aljamain sterling in the meantime about his reign as the champion for as long as he was the champion i also compliment uh sean Sh sean o'malley yeah Sh sean o'malley i don't know i was gonna say um sean sterling but anyways my brain is to warm up okay anywho um i like both of these fighters i 
was rooting for both of them at the same time, should I say. Uh, but I was also really happy to see Sugar Sean win in this fight. Because I, I, we've all seen his tra- trajectory of how he initially started, how he had been in the meantime, and how he achieved his goal, basically, on Saturday night. And that's huge. And I, when I see stuff like this, I feel incredibly privileged. Because that's someone's life. That's someone's lifetime goal that they just achieved right there um so sugar sean you're killing a man um and you know what okay i don't want to say this prematurely but this is actually the lyric of a song that someone wrote in honor of sugar sean and the song came out a while ago he used to walk out to the song sugar sean it's literally called sugar sean (laughs) or the goat i don't know actually but yeah and the song basically goes well, he's talking from the perspective of Sugar Sean, but it's saying, Sugar Sean, yeah, I'm a goat. So, uh, Sugar Sean, you know, I don't want to say you're a goat just yet. I'm sorry. I hate to be that person. <laughs> but you're doing so good, man. And I'm so proud of you. Uh, really, really excited to see what this future has in store for you. All right. I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week, y'all. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. You can also go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to download our episodes. And until next time, it's your girl Janan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.